Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Explosive Hammer Movie Podcast, episode 092. I'm one of your hosts, Jeremy. As always, join my co-host, Brian. Brian, how are you this week? Ready to die for my country? Because some old guy told me to. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, I'm doing good. At Explosive Pod, that's the Twitter feed, and the TikTok, uh, you know, all kinds know. of stuff on, you know, one of those accounts and all kinds of stuff coming to uh, <laughs> both of those accounts. So, Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot. I was actually, I meant to, when you were saying like how you were this week, I was going to interrupt you with a, oh, snap. Um, totally derail the episode. (laughs) I'll keep it under two minutes. Um, we're going to be talking about all quiet on the Western front, but really quick, Marvel snap. I know you're addicted. I'm very addicted as well. Um, I kind of already asked you what some of your favorite cards are, but, um, I really well two of my favorite cards one of which I don't even have yet are just because they're my favorite superheroes they both happen to be from X-Men and that's Nightcrawler and oh. Gambit so uh like once I get so Gambit's a pool three card as we call it which just means that um for anybody that doesn't know it would be it's a card you'll get later as you play it's not one of the earlier cards so I still don't have it and I'm looking forward to getting it because Gambit's like one of my dudes and uh he's got some cool alt arts alternative arts as they have in the game and uh, so I really, li- I really like those two cards. Uh, I am full on addicted, like you said. It is bad. I- I actually, I've sort of um, curbed my addiction to it with some Borderlands three play. Thank God. But oh, it- nice. it's still like I like you. There's a thing called collection level, which is essentially just how much have you played the game, uh, slash how much have you spent. But it's more how much have have you played for me. And I couldn't even tell you my number because it's way too high. Uh, I wasn't even going to ask. I didn't want to push on the spot because we already talked about that. And I guess, sorry, I should backtrack. And just for anyone that's like scratching their heads right now, Marvel Snap um, is, well, okay, so it's a, I, sh- I don't want to say mobile game because it's it's just, it's a game by Marvel. I was going to ask if you play on mobile or if you play on, <laughs> yes. on Steam. Okay. I didn't even know that it was available on Steam, but it is. Um, and so it's a, it's a card game uh you get six turns three play players i mean there's some there's not a lot of rules like it's like just simple enough um but also like just complex enough to be that's yeah the, like i i played for over three hours each day at work I, yeah so I, I mean, it, yeah they've they've sort of min maxed the so it's created by ben brode i only said two minutes i'll make this quick it's created by ben brode who is a hearthstone alum which is another card game that's very oh, popular based shit. off the okay. world of warcraft yeah series uh, i was also heavily addicted to hearthstone for a time um haven't played that though in years and so ben brode came over from that uh, development team and everything i mean he left a while ago but now he made this game presumably that's what he was working on and so i feel like with his uh what he knows from hearthstone and what people like and don't like about it and then bringing in other people from other card games and things to help uh work on the game they're sort of min-maxing the 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 appeal of a card game which is um yeah. a smaller deck but yet the cards all have such a like a, an effect like it doesn't like even in a 12 card deck there are so many uh like varieties of of decks you can play still and Mm -hmm. just one card you know changing one card can make a huge difference obviously um six turns like you said and then three locations that you play cards at that change what your cards do based on their location so it's like there's just an element of like very quick simple games but at the same time it's 
it's it's complex so super fun yes uh i guess th- that's the, the reason i brought it up is just because this is when i first saw this it, i thought it was just like cash grab material and so i avoided it for like the first few weeks until you said something and uh it's not cash grab at all this game is actually like legit legit it is very free to play friendly they did make 10 million i just saw they made 10 mil on their uh God on, damn. yeah yeah so not quite uh diablo numbers which is funny because diablo is such a pay-to-win cash grab bullshit thing mm-hmm. that you'd like to see this make more but at the same time you know you don't it's like it's it's a it's a ton of money obviously but it's like it's cool that it is free to play friendly you, you can spend money season passes and things um but you don't have to and so uh yeah what, what were you some some of your favorite cards by the way i wanted to ask you before we got away from that um okay so my favorite deck that i have is like all on reveal well not all but mostly on reveal cards and so i really like uh a combination of like white tiger and odin yeah. or um gamora and odin yeah gamora is a really fun card too and then just to like switch it up i've been playing a lot of ongoing decks the last couple days and so there's a couple combos in there i really like like some with spectrum and stuff like that but mm-hmm. yeah you don't really get access to move and discard destroy decks until like pool late yeah. like, pool, like a lot of pool two cards and then definitely pool three so the ongoing and on reveal are very powerful uh that's like decks. when I, when i asked you about the like your collection level uh which again you don't have to discuss but <laughs> i I, <laughs> I asked because i i was like i had realized that at 270 something like i was like just barely even scratching the surface of some mm-hmm. of those other decks and stuff and i was like oh shit this is this game goes way deeper than i thought yeah um, for sure so uh, yeah that's how you I, turn two minutes into five so <laughs> highly recommend anybody checking it out there like it, it is super fun it is yeah for sure and and now that we've talked about um you know a light fun card game uh do you want to talk about war yeah no that was that was actually good that we talked uh, about something fun in our lives talking about this goddamn movie yeah now okay i will i will say just as an overall before we get into anything like there there's a lot to say about the movie and then there's obviously so much to say about like the subject matter so that's like i was very excited to do this episode because uh there's just there's a lot there's a lot to talk about and dissect and and it's funny that you say that because the reason that i feel like i don't i i took notes I definitely have less notes for this movie than I would for other movies. And with Mm -hmm. this even being two and a half hours, the reason is because like what there's so much to talk about in this movie, but what you're seeing on screen is kind of like (sighs) taking notes on it to a point feels uh, like, um, uh, how do I describe? I don't even, I don't even know. I don't know. It's hard to describe. I know what you're trying to say. I, (laughs) I feel like anyone who's watched it knows exactly what you're trying to say right now. So, it's like, like it's something you you like take in and digest, not something that you look at and just you know, grab a pen and like exactly. write something, write something exactly. down in that exact moment. Yeah. <clears throat> so I have some like I have some notes about like like big things I obviously want to hit on or whatever. But it's it's this movie is more like you really just sit in and you just kind of let it wash over you for what it is and feel awful at the end. Yeah. Um, so all quiet on the Western Front. This is the twenty two. This just released. Uh, October 28th on Netflix so very very recent um, it is based on a 1929 novel of the same name there is I need to find this research team is uh, looking it up for me there is a film 
a much much earlier film of this it's also an adaptation of this right there are uh, actually two i found out i did uh, not know that there is a 70 or 80 uh here we uh, go 79 okay and then 1930 Okay, so the 79 was a TV film. That's why it's not as uh, prevalent. But, okay, but technically, because what I was learning is that, and we'll get into this, is that those two are, I guess, um, more faithful to the novel than this Okay. One, so. Interesting. Um, so, I'm not 100% sure how you have anything broke down, but I just kind of, I was jotting down uh, thoughts, things that I wanted to highlight as I was watching. So, mine's in pretty much sequence with the movie. Yeah, I my notes are in sequence. Um, like I said, I don't have a ton, so you know we could just. I guess you just want to kind of hit on our notes as we go. We don't yeah, have beat by beat, obviously. But, yeah, yeah, I'll roll with it, and then you just jump in. I did want to note that I, like we said, it was based on a novel. I don't have any experience with the novel. I don't have mm. any experience with the other uh, movies or shows. So this is my insight is just based on this movie. Um, yep, same. So. Movie opens up. We've got, uh, you know, war going on immediately. Um, I wrote that it's it's shot very like beautifully, and I don't like to use that word necessarily because it's <laughs> also it's absolutely horrific. Um, like our, our, our we have characters that are crying. Um, we uh, we have a person on screen. Um, and I just wrote. I I don't know if he's the main character yet, but I'm like terrified for this guy. Um, he whatever goes through a fight and then the jacket which yep. really plays a major part uh in the movie or i guess has a lot of symbolism with it so uh we see the guy he has died and they're cutting off his jacket we see the jacket sent off first, to oh, first of all i gotta say something up. oh yeah how how sharp was his shovel that he can kill somebody with it were these were these government <laughs> issued like stab shovels what what that confused me a little bit there's more than one instance of yeah, that. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Paul does it later too. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Um, okay. So we get the jacket and then something that you mentioned about when the jacket, when we see what's going on with the jacket and how it's being sewn for another person to use, uh, this extremely loud guitar riff starts, mm-hmm. which ends up playing like throughout the movie. And I forget what you said when you mentioned it. Oh, oh, don't read that. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold oh, on, hold okay, on. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Before you take that as praising me and you're probably like, oh, it's a good thought, I am making fun of that person on Reddit. Oh. <laughs> I think the Today We Fear AI, but that was the horror of their future. I'm sorry, this is out of context for other people. We can read this. I thought that was a li- I thought that was like you're it's a little overthinking. A little overthinking it. It's kind of just like yeah. it's kind of just uh there okay, so there's a interesting choice on the soundtrack where there's like yeah, like you said, it's just this heavy kind of out of nowhere sound and it hits quick and it repeats a little bit. And I just I just kind of think that's just like that's like almost the sound of what you're seeing on screen, like that you feel in your yes. gut, kind of. It's like jarring. It's almost like a little unsettling, and it's very loud. Yes, exactly. But th- I'm going to read the comment really quick. I wasn't sure on the soundtrack sounding a bit futuristic and cyberpunk. I don't think it feels cyberpunk. But the way the payoff of the tank reveal made me realize why. Today we fear AI, but that was the horror of their future. Mechanized warfare, unstoppable, faceless monsters moving on their own. I get it now. Now I <laughs> This is I, this is a reach. That's the yes. definition. I don't of reach. I don't disagree that the sound is like jarring and then it's like it's like it is them facing something they've never seen before. 
right. the AI comparison is just kind of like you're you're okay. Calm down. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um. So okay, and then I write like after we got the the jacket, the guitar riff starts, and you know I, everything goes on for the jacket. Obviously, not for all these guys that died. I wrote. Uh, I immediately feel like this is how movie openings are meant to be. The jacket ties into our characters. Sure, we're also painting the image of how awful war is. The message and the tone of the entire movie and what we're like going to see is like very clear, yep. like right away. Yes. Um, Okay, so now that you said that, I'll go ahead and make this point now. I wasn't sure when I was going to say it, but it kind of plays right into this. We, The movie is essentially a uh, a Groundhog Day situation because Mm -hmm. in, in, even though it, we're seeing, uh, well, we begin in three years into the war, and at the end, we see the war's end, the armistice. But it just plays out in a way that, like, even though we know Paul, He's no different than Heimlich, the first guy that we see that you're t- that dies in the jacket belongs to, and he's no different than the fresh-faced, um, red-haired fellow that we see at the end. Basically, you're just—I love this movie—is showing you at the beginning, like the end of this guy's life. Then we get the entirety of Paul's life and what that soldier just went through, and what potentially this new soldier would have gone through had the war not ended. And then it ends with that soldier. I, I love how it is it plays in a way that it's like you just saw everything that has happening to everybody and it really tells you that mm-hmm. so and I, then yeah I, I also wrote that it makes it immediately more tragic whenever like the next shot after everything going on with the jacket is paul and you know some of our other main characters they're like super excited about mm-hmm. enlisting and you just know and, yeah you know yeah you, you know what they're getting into yeah you're you're five minutes into the movie and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like Um I wrote, okay, the first gas attack, uh Paul helps out a friend. And I just wanted to highlight that gas masks are like extremely difficult to put on to like correctly seal and put on as is. And I just it I can't imagine putting it under stress. I never really thought about that before. But just like having to put it on in real life, like there's no fucking way I'd survive. That, I didn't know that you've had to put one on. What is a mo- what is a modern one like different? Do we not have the is it similar but it has the two things or now am I crazy? We don't have any of those can whatever the can of, of There are is. canisters. Yeah. Can, I mean okay. it looks it looks a lot more updated obviously, right. but the, like it, it it looks um uh I don't I don't know how to explain. It Wait, doesn't do Borderlands look so... characters have this, something so I just oh, think I've been playing yeah. Borderlands and I'm like, "Hey, they kind of have <laughs> gas masks." I definitely <laughs> think that there is one or one of like a, a big boss I think has uh but wait, yes. Yeah. In in any case, uh they're they're very they don't look so like terrifying, I guess. Right, they don't look like from the plague, like plague yeah, doctor yeah. mask things that they have. Yeah, no, that was Yeah, exactly. And like we we kind of we kind of linger on the them both breathing at each other through the mask and it's like mm-hmm. holy shit, that's uh like that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it also definitely reminded me of the help your put your um put your oxygen mask on on the plane before you help others. Mm-hmm. Like that's that, that's the feeling. Yeah, yeah, kidding. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's so true, though. <laughs> um, Paul gets hit in the head. I don't remember what, where that exactly happens. But I said, Paul gets hit in the head. How the fuck do you just get back up and carry on after that shit happens? Oh, when he literally gets shot. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, you're like, wait, okay. when did this happen? Wait. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so this is uh, on one of the first nights where they're like standing watch. Uh, Paul's like, I, I honestly couldn't tell if he sees actually sees someone or if he thinks he does, but he takes a shot. So since um, I just watched it, I'll just say it was it was rats eating a dead friend or another corpse, and it was movement. Oh, so he shot, and it was rats, and then okay, and then you're probably, you were about to say probably what happens. Yeah, his muzzle flash obviously gives away exactly where he is, and so like one to two seconds later, he gets blown back uh, by a shot to the head, which obviously hits his helmet, and he is fine. Um, but yeah, like I, I, like I said, how the fuck do you just, how do you just get back up? After there's that? there's like, no oh. way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it reminded me of the scene in Saving Private Ryan, which is one of my favorite movies and mm. probably my favorite war movie where a soldier gets shot in the helmet, takes it off. It looks at it and somebody, and I think I, I can't remember. It's one of the characters, main characters like lucky bastard. And then as he's looking at his helmet, he gets shot again in the head without his helmet and dies. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck. And it's like, that's war. But yeah, it reminded me of that. And also, um, I guess I'm just now kind of wondering, what do you guys have tactics that are anything? If you were to engage in fire, well, you're not in a trench, obviously, but I'm wondering, like, do you guys have, like, a shoot and move policy if that were to happen? Because I'm like, damn, that's kind of a good idea, actually. About the there's, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, like, different tactics and stuff that we do. Now, the only thing is it's, it's one of those things that, like, you get shown once and then... You know, it's not, oh. it's not like something you practice all the time or anything yeah. like that. So, like, if it's not something that you personally don't, like, think about or, or like, I guess, like, refresh your memory on that stuff, like, I could see. And also, like, when something like that happens and your adrenaline kicks up, I imagine you dump all, like, thought processes of that stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? And, um, and that, well, that's another really good thing to point out because we have a speech given by one of the older guys before all these young guys go out. And he's like, there will be a moment where you where you are frozen in fear, but you have to ignore it. And it's like, yeah. what are you even saying? You're telling them to ignore every human instinct that they have. Yeah. Um, so shortly after this is where we get the air raid. And that is where, and I'm sorry, I I don't remember most of the characters' names. I should pull it Ludwig. up. Oh, oh okay. sorry. Are you, I think that's who you're going to say. You, you, yeah, but is this glasses? Yes. I wrote glasses. <laughs> yes, Spex. Oh, okay. Yeah, Spex is Ludwig. <laughs> yes, Spex. When he says we'll always be together and I can't do this, I want to go home. Uh, that that broke me. Like, right, I was already thinking, like, man, this movie's going to break me. And then I saw that and I'm like, God damn it. There it is. <laughs> there, oh, man. And like like you said, there's there was no, from the beginning, there was no painting of a pretty picture like they didn't start with the romanticism of the guys going off to war you know like they started with that and then once the immediately when the when the trucks are sent in they are um seeing bloody doctors saving people they are taken off the trucks because they're needed to be used like they're immediately put into like the reality of war and then yeah like this part with ludwig really affirms like these kids are kids and didn't know what they were getting into yeah um So, and then uh, the air raid happens, and then I wrote, Glasses is dead. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say it, but it was it was kind of obvious that he'd be first. I'm sorry. I think, um, yeah. <laughs> Paul buttoning his coat after taking his dog tag is pretty gut-wrenching. Mm-hmm. Um, him just finding him, because I think he has his legs blown off, right? Like, it's pretty. It's yes, not, it's not yeah. pretty. Like, they're not, they're I, not trying to... Sorry, go ahead. No, say what you're gonna say because it's what I was gonna say. I, well, I was just gonna say like the norm, like a like a main character that you've come to like a little bit, even though as quickly as he died, you don't, normally don't see them like put. I'm kind of surprised they blew off his legs because just as mm-hmm. like to show you the realness. But uh, what mm-hmm. were you gonna say? Well, I have it somewhere in here. I don't remember where exactly, but I 
liked that the movie as far as like gore goes the movie was very realistic Mm -hmm. but i would definitely not say that that violence was like glorified in any way like it's 100 percent through and through an anti-war movie and um i guess i just appreciated that because i feel like some war movies get sucked into like they i feel like the way the violence is portrayed kind of gives off the opposite message Mm -hmm. that they're that the movie intended to that's yeah, Which is, and I think that's and it, why it's so great to have films like Saving Private Ryan. This I think Hacksaw yeah. Ridge did something similar. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it did. So, um, but w- I'm trying to think of the one with the four guys. Marky Mark is in this movie. The, uh, well, not four brothers, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's Marky Mark. Four guys. No, that does have some good violence in it, but no, um, no. Research team is gonna pull this up. Okay, because I can't in, remember. Yeah. Anyways, it was just it's you know it's one of these it's like a war story, but I felt like that movie totally glorified like mm. kill the fucking Iraq. Like I I don't know. Yeah. I, the movie was fine. It it was an okay movie, but just you know that. Um, let's see. Here. What a year! I'm I'm trying to think. I can't. I feel like I know and I don't. It's in the last Lone Survivor. Lone, Sur- Lone yep, Survivor. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's see what's next here. We have uh, the way. Oh, the scene of them getting in cooking a goose made me so fucking hungry. And yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> I wrote that this is a rare occurrence because it was a good use of mouth smacking and gnashing. That's <laughs> funny. I wrote my note for this. It's funny. I have like seven notes, and one of them is about this goose. I have goose is like filet mignon during war because you like it. Yeah, yeah. You just know these guys are starving. Literally, <laughs> literally starving and. They capture this goose and they cook it, and it is dis- it is more disgusting than Denethor <laughs> eating the cherry grapes, but yet it is just as delicious. Yeah, <laughs> like, you want cherry grapes and you want that goose. You're like, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, um, but again, that's just another another point of these boys are sent off to war and then they're not cared about at all. They have to, they literally yeah. have to steal to have good food. So yeah, they're sharing like bread. stale bread in yep. every other yep. scene. Turn up bread, <laughs> as they called it, which is just sounds disgusting. Yeah. I'd rather have Lambus bread for sure. <laughs> um, wow. Two and, Lord of the Rings references. I'm sorry. Apparently that's on my mind. <laughs> uh okay I wrote, the way paul holds his gun when he's walking i'm sure it's intentional to show that he's inexperienced but it irked the hell out of me because he's as least prepared to fire as you could possibly be that's so and i funny. wish that- i could pull up a screenshot of this but it's just like the way he's holding it is like and it's he just could not be if if fire if there, like there's fire were to open or break out or whatever like i feel like he'd be 20, 30 seconds behind everybody else. Okay, you're so right. That's so funny you noticed this because I, I, I literally – I watched this movie with uh, a friend and I literally paused this movie to say something about him holding his gun like this because I thought it was actually a very interesting choice and a very intentional choice. Um, mm-hmm. So he's holding it like a cradling a baby almost. not Like you said, yes, not yeah. ready at all. And, and so what I think is he is so – like shocked and just and disgusted and um not ex- and and surprised by what he has seen up to this point. I think he's carrying it like that both because he one is almost forfeiting his, him like being a soldier at that point. Like it's hard to explain. He he is is not 
a soldier because he's it's not what he expected. He's holding a gun, not like somebody ready to fight because he came because he's now lost a friend and is like so distraught. The other thing is, I think he's almost he's holding it like that because, and this is almost like a Reddit level of overthinking, like that comment. In his mind, if he holds the gun like that, he won't need to use it by not by not holding mm. it up and pointing it. You're not inviting something like that to happen you're not looking for danger i i think it's yeah. a combination of him not wanting to fight and if he he thinks if i don't hold my gun like this i won't need to fight which is like kind of a weird thought but i really read into that and i'm glad that you saw that too though well since we're doing a reddit lord reach i just <laughs> another one just came to me uh, if i remember right he's seven he's like 17 when he enlists right I, yes yes yeah Okay, so up until this point, I mean, he's a child. He's just gone to school. It's all the way he's holding it is almost maybe like how he would hold a stack of books. Or You're something. right. It maybe, is. You're totally maybe right. Like it's, yeah. And it's because we get a scene at the beginning where he something about books study. I actually can't remember that. Yeah, he had. Yeah, something. like when they're yeah they're looking for a pen or something, and they yeah. Yeah, but but like to your first first point about like he's not ready. Like that's I mean that's like that's just showing that yeah he's not ready. He's not he's not a yeah. soldier. Compared yeah. to what we get at the end, like, you know, it's like night and day the way that you know, right. we'll get there. But, yeah. Um, then I wrote, back in the trenches, suspense is building. Where it is a soldier vomits? The timing <laughs> on the vomit is perfect. <laughs> uh, there's a frame that kind of highlights Paul's hole in his helmet and just don't, mm-hmm. I, the way that it's framing her. I mean, you can say this about so many, so many shots. Like, the cinematography in the movie is absolutely amazing. But, um I just when when I saw that I was like man like there there really is like so much attention to detail and how they how the shots are placed mm-hmm. and I think to that point too it's like it's like one thing to say like uh, it's it's paying attention to detail like you said it's another thing to say that Paul has been using his helmet that this is his helmet mm-hmm. even though he, got, he hasn't picked up anybody else's he kind of clings to it as another thing that's his because you don't have anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul kills a man with a small shovel, I think. Uh, pretty traumatic. I, I guess I wrote that. Now I know it's definitely a, a shovel, but at the time I was like, is, "There's no way that's a shovel." Like, I think just, it is because stabbing this man, but right. it definitely is. Um, uh, the men go to town on some bread a minute later, followed by 100 rats running. <laughs> okay, so this is okay. So I couldn't remember. So he does kill the guy, and then they get into the the little mm-hmm. pantry here. The uh, since it's on my mind, it's kind of like when. Uh, uh, those fuck. What are their Mary and Pippin uh, got got Sauron's uh, yeah. or Sauron's thing? But yeah, they're just like, and and when they, and I know that when they go in, they're like it's bread and things. And um, Cat, one of the characters, is dipping bread and jam and stuff and eating it and like honey, and it's like getting all over them because they're so hungry. And I'm like, yes, it looks delicious. But Paul immediately goes for the sausage, and all I could think was I would also immediately go for the meat, the cooked meat, out of, out <laughs> yeah. of bread. Yeah. Um. Oh, then we get the the first time that we see the tank is absolutely wild. Uh, the way that it like just like emerges from the smoke. Such a um, good reveal. Yeah, it really is. And then, uh, uh, and then, <laughs> sorry, so I I should like read these before I start saying them. Uh, and then I'm waiting to see who's going to be hit by these blasts because they're fucking terrifying. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, yeah, I forget the name. Actually, they have it. Here somewhere maybe the type I, I looked up the type of tanks oh, they were the using, and I thought uh, Saint Charmin tanks. They were the second French tank to enter service during the First World War. So oh wow, fact. Um, yeah. Like, what do you even? What do you? 
not to be that red comment, but it is a behemoth, an iron behemoth coming towards you that you've never seen before. I I can't even imagine, like, (sighs) yeah, because even today, like even like a a new, you know, massive weapon like that, like you've probably seen it on Twitter or so. (laughs) Like, you know, you, you're probably not going to be completely blindsided by an iron giant like that thing. For sure. Unless you're like one of the tribes that haven't contacted people, like you've (laughs) probably seen a tank. It's just like, it, it is, it's crazy. And they had no idea. And, and you almost, I mean, as the scene goes on, there, there's a lot of stuff. I guess we can get, get into the scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, okay. Then I wrote, <laughs> Jesus Christ, people are being trampled on as they're dying. Uh, um, yeah, they just have to, and to the point about they had never seen tanks before, they're shooting their Garens, whatever these guns are. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I think, um, we, we all played Call of Duty. We know what these guns are. <laughs> uh, that's, and uh, so I think they're shooting these at the tanks because they're told to open fire. They have no idea. They, they, they're doing mm-hmm. not, They're literally doing nothing. Like, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the tanks eventually reach the, the trench, and it's yeah. just a combination of, like, f- being flattened, being shot by the machine guns on the side, and then Paul and his friend, I think it's Albert, just, like, screaming, you know, what what are we, what is going on? What are we even doing? What is this? Yeah. I did, right? I could have gone without the tank running over someone. It's, but, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I, I It happened. You know what I mean? I'm sure it happened, like, often. <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, they're not, like, they cut often, away for a second happened. just to show this guy being squished. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I wrote, this is just like in the moment I wrote, I feel like Paul yelling, uh, uh for Frank is definitely the last that we're going to see of Frank. Wait, is Frank his name? Or Franz? Oh, Franz. Yeah. Sorry. My phone <laughs> autocorrected. <laughs> okay. So I wrote, I, I feel like, like Paul yelling for Franz is definitely the last we're going to see of Franz. Frank is like a German name, though, right? Like, like Frank or something? Uh, no, yeah, French. I don't know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, because he gets taken away by another like, group of guys, whatever, and then uh, and mm-hmm. then so these tanks kind of get past them, and then we see them turn, and, uh, and and so this is what I was gonna say before is that you almost feel. Uh, well, you feel bad for everybody in the scenario, and it doesn't even matter that we're watching the Germans who are quote unquote bad in these world wars. It doesn't because these people, these. Cho- children and men being sent to die aren't bad by nature they're just doing what they were literally told and they think they're fighting for their country and whatnot but then mm-hmm. you realize that like as bad as you feel for them and these and you're, you're like these french people are coming at them killing them then like some of these french soldiers that were put in these tanks are essentially just walking death traps like like it's it's just mm-hmm. it's not good for anybody it's all like war sucks obviously but then it's like even these people in these tanks like just were in the worst conditions and you see that they mm-hmm. get killed too and then and then what happens with the with the flamethrowers which is just awful. yeah well, i got right just before that uh paul takes an explosion to the legs and just flies off for a second what this guy's that? fucking lucky as fuck yeah what are we what we're really learning from this movie is that this is captain america before he became captain america because he's now taking a bullet to the head and an explosion to the yeah. leg and my dude is yeah. fine yeah i was i was like okay and because at this point i'm thinking like it's obvious to me that Paul is going to die by the end of this movie. And then this happens and I'm like, well, wait a second. (laughs) Like how, how can he possibly die? (laughs) I'm like, my man just took a mortar to the fucking kneecap. (laughs) Oh, good reference by the way. But, but like that's the, we in the movie, what you can't do in this movie and what they did, the mistake that they made is that they showed people dying by the exact same explosion. Yeah. The exact, you can't do that and then have this happen. And I'll say later when there's another very dramatic scene we'll get into, there's another explosion nearby a guy and it doesn't mm-hmm. really affect him. And it's like, you can't have it both ways, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah. 
Um, yes. Yeah, so then the flamethrowers come out. They're absolutely terrifying. Uh, Albert or uh, Crop. Yeah, Crop. Yeah, yeah, Albert Crop. Burned to a crisp. R.I.P. That was a really sad scene. He begs, yeah. he literally begs for his life. They shoot everybody but him. They burn him instead and then shoot him before he can walk, crawl into the puddle. Yeah. Like. <sighs> yep. Uh, here come the planes. These boys are getting absolutely massacred. Mm-hmm. And I thought I heard a dog bark and I got pretty freaked out by that. But I, <laughs> I, I, I don't It must have just been something else because there was never any dog attacks too. Because I, I was just like, dude, tanks, flamethrowers, planes, and now we're going to fucking sick the sick dogs, dogs on these boys. Like, give them a break, Cap. Uh, that was actually the German commander seeing that they were losing. So he was like, just send the dogs on our own just, people. Like, fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul plays dead, which I know in my Underrated head, strategy. Yeah, that's my go-to move. If I'm ever in a world war, go-to move. Yep, I said that out loud to the person I was watching it with. I said it is highly underrated for them to not just drop dead and let the let the the line walk past them. Um, you got you just and then I brought up the guy. There was a guy that famously pretended to be dead for like a year or something, and he got a job <laughs> on CSI as a dead body for doing so. And I was like, yeah, I'd be that guy. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, okay, and then we get this major major scene. Uh, Paul stabs and then watches a man choke on his own blood. And I wrote, I'm more uncomfortable than when I watch Terrifier. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's just, um, it's a long scene. I, f- I felt like the, that scene, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I lost my place. Paul opens his pocketbook. We all know what's going to happen. There's obviously, there's a wife and a child mm-hmm. in, in the yeah. pocketbook. Um, um, well, you watch Terrifier after this to... As to cheer yourself up, right? That's <laughs> right. That was my pick me up. Yeah, <laughs> I watched a Serbian film after this, and both. Yeah, um, no, but uh, just and just before that, like, I mean, you get it's a very long scene. They're like in a crater. Paul is about to be shot by this guy. He realizes right before he gets like exploded, kind of, not to the point of anything really hurting him again. And then so that gives Paul a chance to kind of walk over across this like crater puddle. He stabs him like five times. And then it's just it's just really sad when Paul can't take the sound of this guy dying because you said he as you said he's choking mm-hmm. on his own blood basically he shoves dirt and mud into his mouth because he literally as he says shut up and he's crying and it's just like man they're doing everything so real in this film that I hate them I hate I hate them so. yeah um, and, and then, yeah it's crazy I, I just I wrote that I felt like the scene is like really kind of capsulizes like everything in the whole movie um, yeah and. S- like somehow like all of it is very heavy handed, but doesn't, I don't know. It's, but it also like works, I guess. I mean, no, it fits. Yeah, that's it's the thing. A, you know, like, like they've yeah. established, I think, especially like what the opening scene, obviously they've just established that this is a, this is a realistic movie about what happened in war. This is, this is what happened. You can't, yeah. we're showing it and you can't deny that this wouldn't like, you can't say this is too, fake for a movie even is as over the top as you might think it is this is exactly what happened like if not like worse obviously um yeah and uh and this was one i'm trying to think i might have shed a tear at another point i can't remember for sure but i cried a little bit during this scene when paul oh yeah tries to revive him and calls him my comrade it's a point where you're realizing again this is not french versus germany this is man versus man boy versus boy and it's just like yeah. it, it's so it's so hard to watch, but you also can't look away. You have to, you, like you have to. Yeah. See um, and then I just wrote it. It reminds me. I saw this like interview with a vet well, a while back, and he was talking about 
it's such a similar like he was in battle uh he was told to like pop out and take some shots because he was a really skilled shooter and then another guy was like hey you, like you've been doing this all day like you know let me take this shot and then as soon as he popped his head up he gets hit in the head Jeez. um and when he falls his helmet falls out and like the guy sees like a picture of a baby falls out of huh. you know this guy's helmet and so it's just i, I just like i thought about that and i'm like it really it's it's very heavy but it's so real like yeah. this shit happened it happened everywhere yeah. um yeah. Uh, I wrote. I, do you know how to say Ch- Ch- Chadine? <laughs> how do you say his name? Who are we? T J A D. Oh yeah, Jaden. No, I have no idea. Jaden. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Super, super, super quick before we move on. Just because you said that reminded me that Paul in that in after killing this man is it here where he uses a strategy of putting his helmet on a stick and raising it? That's oh yeah. You just reminded yeah. me of that with the other guy popping up. That's uh. Another strategy yeah. I actually hadn't thought of. Yeah, it just tells yeah. them that there's people there, so stay down. Um, uh, yeah, and then and then and then I think this is where we meet Chadden, right? Or no, we met Chadden. Where's Chadden come from? Yes, we we did meet him. I do, I don't remember. Okay, so I have a question. I'm like embarrassed to ask this. Who does Paul take a shit with? Is it that's Cat? Okay, all right. Yeah. So that changes something a little bit <laughs> for me. But anyways, okay. So I just okay. So he's hitting the leg badly. And, um, you know, obviously that, that really, really sucks. And then I actually screamed whenever they get the soup, they bring it back to him and he starts stabbing himself with the fork. I would, that one really, of all the things that happened in this movie, that was the most shocking to me. Yes. There, I had read some comment on Reddit that was like, oh, so somebody posted the tank scene on the, on the video subreddit. I decided Mm -hmm. to watch it. I kind of knew it wasn't going to spoil anything because I kind of knew what the movie was about. I just knew it would be like a fucked up war scene. So I watched it and then I went to the comments and one of the comments was like, yeah, this is fucked up but not as much as the And I remember saying, I was turning to the person I was watching with and I was like, so get ready for the spoon scene. I heard something about a spoon scene. And then we watched this, we turned to each other and go at the same time, it was the fork scene. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, Jaden doesn't know how to use a fork. He's slipping on some... <laughs> stairs and fell on a fork <laughs> um no but that scene it's, it's so brutal <laughs> it is it is fucked up yeah uh that's that scene means less to me now than when i thought he was the guy that paul took shit with but um <laughs> yeah he cat was yeah was the other guy bringing food to him and then we get this great great shot of this other wounded soldier eating their soup after he kills himself because that's again he's fucking hungry and he doesn't care about your friend dying yeah then we get the second visit to the farm. Immediately, I knew the show was going to be bad. It's so dumb. Why are they doing this, though? Honestly. Yeah, I know. And I should have researched and pull this up, but I do remember someone pointing out this is this part is different in the novel. Um, oh, his. Are we talking specifically about the death or the whole kind of the whole thing? Because I do kind know of the Kat, whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know that Cat. Well, I know that both Paul and Cat die differently, but Cat doesn't die in the way that he dies here. Honestly. Yeah. So, um, you know, they go, they, they get caught, obviously, uh, by, like, a small boy and the farmer. Well, and, yeah, so I, Paul gets caught initially by a small boy and the yeah. farmer. And then they get away. And then you're kind of like, okay, they got away, but you know something's still not right, especially because the, right. the zoom, the close-up of the boy's face. Exactly. And then we get to, you know, they're outside. Paul's been hit, but he's, you know, relatively okay, I guess. I think just the oh, eggs I get think, hit. Actually, yeah, actually, I forgot. 
<clears throat> and then, um, so Cat uh, goes to take a pee. Don't know why he goes, you know, eight miles into the woods, but he does. And that that shot, like the quiet in the woods, and the shot of the the trees, and then you know when Cat turns around. First of all, I was expecting. Like I wasn't expecting the kid. I was Me expecting either. like a, a squad. Yep, you know what I mean? Right. Like something that you know what I mean? A, b- a bunch of other soldiers. Um, so the kid reveal was also like, oh fuck. Um, to your point about him though going eight miles into the wood, I thought when when Eminem had showed up and they were doing the battle rap in the background, I thought was kind of weird for the movie. Um, and then uh, stupid, what's his name shoots himself in the in the leg and whatnot. Uh, but uh, no, but I did. I did see one of the comments I saw that I read was like, e- to justify this because it's so stupid that he goes deep into the woods to pee. Like at that point, maybe because you get the shot of him looking up. Like maybe he wants just a moment of like reflecting on the war is over. Mm. I'm still alive. We just got away with the goose. You know, I mm-hmm. that's the only way I can see it because otherwise they pooped beside each other. Why not just pee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I guess maybe even the quiet of the woods is like kind of adds to that point too yeah you know I mean? he just I, yeah. wants a little seclusion for a moment exactly because like when he's when he's looking up and peeing it's like that's the moment he's reflecting on everything so it's kind of yeah. so i get it i do i get that more than but it, but the or I should say but should say at the same time i think his death in the novel made more sense um what did I, oh oh yeah okay so paul carries cat you know i can't get help by some, uh, you know, a couple passing vehicles, and then he finally makes it to an infirmary. And dude, n- bedside manner, absolute zero out of five. It's <laughs> like, yeah, he's dead. Uh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. He's dead. Yep. Um, so that was just that was really tragic. Like just because Paul's carried him all this way. Yeah. Um, you know, this is one of the few people he we see him like share some time, share some moments with, and you know, his friend is dead. That that was a point where I was just like, at up to this point, you've watched Franz, uh, sorry, Albert and Ludwig die. Franz is killed off screen, and then you see Tajin Tajin kill himself. It's like mm-hmm. I kind of know what's coming, right? But it's so it's still so gut wrenching. Yeah. Um, and then next, this is where we get one of the longer, uh, like political parts. And, uh, I just wrote that like the interlacing of all of those with all those other characters. I don't think any of them like have names that are shown. Oh, oh, actually they are. Yeah. I'm sorry. Erzberger's a big one. Cause he's a real person as well. Major Von Brixdorf. Um, I remember his. Yeah. 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 Brixdorf. Yeah. Um, anyways, like the parts with them, those characters is obviously needed to like break it up. But also, like, I I think I kind of would have been okay without them. I know they were also used to show that, like, these guys are, like, eating nice meals. Yeah, I was going to say, that's clothes. the big thing. I would say that yeah. maybe one of those scenes is enough. We do get two or three of them basically kind of doing the same thing. I think the one for me that would have been enough, t- two, I'll pick two. The scene of them eating, which is a long scene, and then him throwing the steak to the dog. That was a mm-hmm. – because him throwing mm. the steak to the dog is obviously a huge thing. And then yeah. – the other scene of the Frenchman asking the guy if the croissants were made today and they weren't, although he still mm-hmm. takes them. So I wonder if that's something, but he's, he's also annoyed clearly. So it's like, yeah, those two scenes of, of, of contradicting what the soldier having to steal geese and risking their lives for it and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. And, and also just like the jet, like the, like the guy saying like the one scene of him actually, you know, saying like I've sent 
this guy, but I don't want to surrender. Basically, we need to keep fighting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I definitely could have done without a couple of them. You're right. Uh, and then, okay, so we get to the last scene with those characters and Paul's face when they're announcing the war's over, but they're going to battle. Yeah. Is uh, absolute insanity. Major, major shout out to Felix Kimmerer, mm-hmm. uh, who played Paul, because that, <clears throat> it's just, it's like absolute defeat. It's uh, just dead, just it, dead inside. Completely dead. Yeah. I, I don't even know. I don't know how you put that face on, but it was insane. And then, and then, but for him at the same time to act when he grabs the newbie that we see and kind of direct him where he needs to go, it's such a good mm-hmm. combination of like dead face acting, but at the same time, like he knows what needs to be done and he's trying to save this guy's life by, te- by like, you know, don't like, cause the guy that defected died and what, like, I don't know, like saving him quote unquote, even though he's taken him to war, but just this combination of Paul, like dead inside and then like doing what needs to be mm-hmm. done and just is uh, so different than when we first see him. Yeah. And that, that carries on to like the beginning of the, the last battle. Um, I did write down that the scene, the, the, when the last battle starts out the scene, uh, like the shot sequence and everything is set up. I, I have to go back and look, but it's so, so similar to the very first soldier. Like the way mm-hmm. that he comes up, he takes cover behind something. Yep. He dro- I forget what he drops, but he it's so, so similar. And so in my mind, I'm thinking like if I – like I know what's coming. But if I see Paul's jacket given to another person, I am going <laughs> to fucking lose it. <laughs> and yeah, again, um, like that's – like that's yeah, like it's so similar. Like it's just a – it's just a – it was a flat circle of – in this case, like especially this scenario in this war, because they tell us at the end, it quite literally was a flat circle of sending people to die for no reason. They found out, you know, at the end, it was like, what, a couple miles that anybody advanced mm-hmm. at any point? It, and it just yeah. didn't matter. It made no difference. So, like, this this flat circle of time from the first soldier to Paul to this last one, again, if war had continued, it just shows you that, like, nothing got accomplished, and it just sucks. Yeah. And, and so when you get into this last battle, like Paul's basically like a fucking animal now. It's obviously yeah. has nothing to lose. There's a helmet smash, some stabbing, some Ooh, shots fired. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, uh, you know, it's crazy how insignificant it is, which again is a point to the whole movie. But Paul, you know, he gets into a scuffle with a guy and he walks, or he, I guess he gets thrown actually into a bunker and he just, he just gets fucking stabbed. Um, right and by another the, guy kind of after him and the other guy agreed we can just wait this out right in a way yeah like, yeah they, they definitely are giving each other a look that's like hey we got like a couple minutes until it's 11 which is another crazy thing that this was happening and then once 11 hit they just had to stop oh, man yeah um, and then I just wrote like the last look on Paul's face like just uh, thousands and thousands of words and um, mm-hmm. I sort of like I, I really don't know what's more tragic like if it, let's say Paul survives and he's got to live al- not alone, but quote unquote un- alone for the rest of his life um, or to be killed on the battlefield. Like in, in any case uh, it's awful. And I was t- totally waiting for some images of Paul and his friends at the beginning of the movie. Whenever <laughs> like, as he's dying, I was uh-huh. like, man, I'm, I'm about to fucking ball my eyes out. If that starts happening. <laughs> then the, yeah, <laughs> didn't. Um, I, uh, yeah, the uh, I, Paul finally. I think like like once. Not I think I, it's 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 obvious that once Cat is gone, 
that's what turns Paul into this. I kind of have nothing to go home for anymore. Yeah. And that's another, well, I don't know if that even happened in the novel because in the novel, there's a point where that's not in the movie. He goes home and he's, and he's treated like a outcast. Like he goes home as a soldier and nobody wants, nobody likes him, I guess, kind of, uh, even though he thinks he's going to get praise and then he comes back to the war. So, and this was the other thing that this is the only other note that I had. It's my, one of my last notes, but um, I, I missed the point we're talking about it is that, when they're taking a dump together, him and Kat, this is where, I think, this is where Kat says, I don't even know if I want to go home because this is my life now mm. kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I just wrote that that's, that's, a, that's a huge thing even today is that when soldiers return home from war, they feel not at home anymore. You know, they feel lost. We don't support them. We send them off with so much support to fight for us. But then when they come home, we don't have support for our veterans. And so it's just another, like, it's been over 100 years from, from this war, and it's still not different. And uh, it's just kind of sad how a lot of these soldiers feel that way about, like, this is kind of my life now. I don't really want to go home. And even if I do, who will I be? You know, mm-hmm. and because you have because, like, if Paul were to live past this, he now has to live with the fact that he watched all of his close friends die and that he killed a man or multiple yeah. people. Yeah. I can't even imagine what your life is after that, you know. So. Right. Um, yeah, I get it. So this all kind of comes back to like him, him. It almost feels like a suicide there at the end. He didn't, he didn't want mm-hmm. to, die. I don't think he wanted to die, but at the same time he charged in knowing he very well could. Yeah. Um, this is, so the major difference between his death in the movie and the novel in the novel, I think I read that he steps away to look at a bird and <laughs> yeah. it's like, I think he's just kind of admiring this bird and is shot yeah um i think the two big differences between him and cat dies while being carried back to the infirmary by a bomb and paul dies like you said by basically having a calm moment in the war and he dies mm-hmm. on the day that the title was based off which is because i forget what day it was but the report of the war was that so little happened that the only word the only sentence was all it was all quiet on the western front and that was the day that paul died when he was enjoying a moment of calm Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, uh, I, I really like both. I like the, the ending of the movie and, and I like the idea of that, that, you know, the ending in the novel, I felt like for the purpose of the movie that it was more fitting the way that they did it. Um, but yeah, I, both of those, uh, you know, they, they both paint a very similar picture, I guess. For, yeah. For the, for how the movie went, I think it was, it was fine and it was fitting. A lot of people were like, I didn't like how it changed the things. And then there were people yeah. saying like, "Hey, guess what? Not every movie has to be in an A to A, a one to one recreation, especially after yeah. it's been done twice already." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's totally fine. It's true, and it and it was effective, and it worked." Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that would have, you know, th- it just would have been absolutely reversed if it was the other ending too. You know, you know like, "Oh, you go, to look at every bird." So you know, no, but that's totally that's totally true because then it's like. I went to see a movie and people would say this felt like more like a book or something stupid. Like that's honestly uh, yeah, like that's yes. what would happen. You're yeah. totally right. <laughs> so I, I think it was very fitting. I, I was really surprised. Like this is one of those movies that has gotten a very uh, high amount of praise since it's been out. And so I think you and I are similar. We're both pretty like anti when that's going on. We're pretty <laughs> anti that movie. So, um, <laughs> 
And then I, I was also telling you that like war movies in general, I, I'm like just kind of skeptical of. I just uh-huh. don't think that I'm going to enjoy them. But I'll, I'll probably never ever watch this movie again. No, but it was please really, don't. Really, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, for you know, for watching it, it was very very good. And uh, somehow I do have to recommend it to pretty much everyone. It's it's like it's uh, yeah no it's like do you I don't know I mean definitely recommend uh, highly recommend as a movie. Just you just kind of gotta kind of know what you're going into, and um, yeah, and like you said when we were talking about it, have something happy to watch afterwards. It's it's gonna help. Yes, yeah. Make time for a little uh, Saturday morning all star. Oh shit! What is it called? Saturday. Saturday? Oh, cu- oh, Saturday morning all stars. <laughs> but you're right. Is that it? No, I that's not it, right? Oh, Saturday morning all-star hits. Hits, okay. Uh, <laughs> make some time for that afterwards. Um, Yeah. Sorry, do you have any uh, like final thoughts or anything like that before we do some rapid... Oh, sh- oh man, maybe we shouldn't call it rapid fire today. Maybe we should call it something Ooh, else. Yeah, rapid, rapid darts? talking. Ra- what was it? Uh, <laughs> I said darts, but I don't know that Rap- that's Rapid darts? Okay, really we can do rapid darts. They're still sharp. Okay. They're not deadly. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, perfect. So we got some uh, rapid nerf darts. There we go. Um, oh, wait, is that okay. what you meant? Am I an idiot? I thought you meant like, dar- like throwing darts, like shooting shooting sharp never mind oh dang sorry no nerf um (laughs) uh i don't know why yours just makes much more sense okay so anyways um the northman i i know it's rapid fire but i do i'm very excited to hear what you have to say about the northman oh my god it's so good it's so fucking good it's it's, it's, it's such a fun movie to watch from beginning to end i uh, (laughs) um it's a period piece, obviously, uh, set way back when. Is it not a, not a period piece? I guess because it's because it's very it's a yeah, epic epic There's historical little, yeah, action thriller say, film is what it's called. Yeah. Which is hilarious. You've got like the Valkyrie. There's a couple <laughs> exactly. little extra yeah. tidbits. I can't there. say a period piece except for they are very they are very loyal to the time, you know. But oh, yeah. but it's still very fantastical. Um, it's just a great film from top to bottom that like so stylized but so good and i don't even know i don't know what to say i don't know what what Give yeah me something to no say I, fu- I i fucking loved it <laughs> i think um it, you know the only like when i see people uh try and shit on the northmen they're like oh you guys just like it because it's a bunch of sweaty naked dudes and they're all fighting each other and i'm well, like yeah but Fuck yeah dude that is why but like that's what this movie's fucking so good it's it's one of the like rawest fucking movies i've ever seen like this, this is i i love this movie for the same reason i love 300 like, exactly. Yes, the, yeah. It's these fucking jack dudes, and they're just beating the absolute <laughs> shit out of each other. It's brutal. If you listen, if for anybody who hasn't seen this movie, it ends with two naked guys <laughs> fighting to the death on a volcano. What more do you want? It tells you what the movie. It's it's not trying to not be anything other than that, and it succeeds so good at doing what it wants to do. It, it is it is a really good film. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm super weird. When I was watching, like when I was watching that scene, I was like, That's... I know I'm watching this for the first time, but this is the most Northman thing that this movie could do <laughs> exactly. right now. It's like, you can't just when it can't get more Northman after like the talking dead head and stuff. It's right. just like this. And I will, if you've ever played God of War, especially the new one or the Witcher, this will make you want to play those games. It seriously will. Oh yeah. Um, but, but I was going to say that I'm kind of weird and that I'm always a sucker for like a, 
let's get the band back together movie and they do all the separate scenes of like getting the people back together and in a uh-huh. similar way in this one when he was like I'm gonna make the Knights a living hell for the his uncle and then it, and then it actually has a couple nights of him doing said mm-hmm. things like I like I like when that happens I like that it was like I'm going I, there will now be a period of me fucking with things and we see him fucking with things and uh and I and it just sh- it just showed how like cool and uh, vengeful he was and whatnot so i i just really liked the pretty much everything the approach to this movie how it was done how it looks the acting um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i really i really fucked with it what is the uh i will avenge you father oh i will avenge you father i will save you mother i will kill you uncle uncle or no he says his name doesn't he fjolner probably oh that's right yes he does yeah I will, yeah, I will avenge you, father. I will save you, mother. I'll kill you, kill you, Fjolnir. Yeah. And and um, I will keep the spoiler free, but the save you, mother part, uh, it gets interesting. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Although a part of well, no, okay, I won't say anything. I won't say anything. That's it. It's a good film. Go watch it. It's very fun. Uh, yeah, these people were absolutely barbaric. Uh, sorry, I don't know why I'm doing my own transition, but <laughs> transition <laughs> your own. I love it. <laughs> I just robbed you of that. No, because it was uh, a very perfect transition also. Yeah, I re- everything about this movie is absolutely barbaric. And I watched Barbarian. You've talked about it. I still, after you know thinking about it for weeks and hearing you talk about it, I really don't even know what to say about it because I really don't even know... I don't even know what I watched, man. That was that was <laughs> one of the strangest things that I've seen in a, in a long time. What did you... I have to... This is kind of spoilery, but we don't have to spoil anything because I just need your opinion. I have to know what your thoughts were when said thing jumps from something and the camera is just this thing jumping towards the ground, reaching out, and it's just like a hilarious oh, like yeah. shot of the it, like <laughs> I mean at that point in the movie I'm <clears throat> I'm beyond done with the movie. I'm like, you know, this is just out of principle. Like I will let it play all the way through. Um but yeah, seeing that was like and and dude, I mean there's so many people that back this movie up that defend this movie and they're like this movie's the abs- like this is the epitome of a a, a three act movie. And I'm like, just, just shut the fuck up. It's I d- just <laughs> I just didn't like it. I get Thank it. Movies you. are subjective. Whatever, whatever. Like I did not like this movie. I've been waiting for your opinion because I also did not like it. I've been saying I liked it because everybody else. I also did not like this movie, and I'm putting my fist down. We both did not like this movie. That's the end of yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you. The, okay, when we get into Justin's long character, uh, and the movie takes a you know a pretty big turn. Wait, I thought, Justin's long character, like he, it's like a, it goes on. Yeah, for a Justin Longdong. <laughs> uh, oh yes. You know. <laughs> um, I thought I thought I might like the movie, uh-huh. like, like when that started, but you know it didn't take long before I was like, oh no, actually, I will say as far as like a, a monster. Or I don't even know a creature. A, yeah, a, a, I guess we're. I don't know. I don't want to spoil. But That's a little, it's a little bit of a spoiler, goes, but also, but you're not. Um, it was kind of a cool idea. Uh, again, at first, and then I feel like they just kind of overplayed into into it a little bit too much. The movie should have been called Mother uh, in, rather than Barbarian or say. I don't. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mother with a question mark instead of an exclamation point on this one. M- mother. Yeah. Um, yeah. there there's too much mix of like a a realness of the of the of the killer rapist in the movie that's Mm -hmm. that's a thing mixed with the how did this thing even get made it makes no it doesn't make any sense and oh dude talk about okay this is spoilers so i am gonna i'm gonna divulge some spoilers now (laughs) this is we're beyond rapid fire i'm sorry um 
there's a part where it gets mentioned by I think it's by like the homeless guy or something like that. He says that there's others. You oh, never fucking see any others. I didn't even. What a wasted <laughs> fucking opportunity. Yeah, I didn't even. Oh yeah, no, I know. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, first because I was like, dude, what are the other ones like? <laughs> what are the other ones? What have they been watching for like all these years? You know what I mean? Like, have they been watching QVC? They're gonna come out with a bunch of like <laughs> products from the fifties or something. Like, I don't know. And then you never see any of that. And then also, uh, you know, uh, the big bad dude is the ninety year old man or whatever. And uh, dude, what a cop out on that character too, where he just like Justin Long's trying to talk to him and he just shoots himself. Kills himself. That yeah. was lame. I kind of wish that the the thing had turned on him. That would have been a cool part. Mm-hmm. I also wish that the reveal of the old guy would have been just another fucked up thing instead of him because it's like this whole like the because uh, you know the mm. the mother character runs away when he gets near the door fearing mm. the guy. I wish it had just been another huge fucked up thing at that point. Like just go on. And then I thought it was okay. It's quote unquote funny, sure, but it's so cliche and lame. Whenever the homeless guy goes, "Well, she's never been in here before," boom, she busts in and kills him. That was so oh, stupid. Yeah. yeah. If you like the movie, I'm glad you liked the movie, but I I didn't like it at all. Yeah, to take a quote from another movie podcast, it's okay to like a movie. I this one we did not. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, I've been very hard and loud about my opinion on this movie. Oh, that's okay, because th- uh, I can be soft and quiet about this, my next opinion. Nice. This was a movie about um, some racists. And uh, <laughs> they, can you, I don't even, can you hear me? This movie is about oh, yeah. racists, and um, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. So, it's a movie about mostly women, and it starts off with a gathering of these women in a group you kind of know something's off but at the same time it just seems like a gathering of like pta moms or you know neighborhood moms and then she uncovers a pie she brought and it has a swastika on it and you're like all right things are different so uh and i should preface i the so i found this movie by looking up the top 100 uh metacritic films from 2022 i was just curious what they had and uh and if you know about this list i'm sure you do you know that you have to scroll about 40 to 50 movies before you get something that's not a documentary a period piece (laughs) or a foreign film like honestly um and this was this was an american horror film so i was like yeah okay cool uh it was like 90 it's like 90 minutes um it's a good film and one thing i'm looking back at because i texted somebody about this while i was watching it i was like I don't know about the acting because there's so much ad-libbing in this movie. You can just tell that there is an incredible amount of ad-libbing. And then I get to the very end of the movie, and I swear to God, I go, was there a cut? I don't know if there was a cut in that movie. There's no way it was a single shot. But I could not remember a single edit. So then I'm like, okay, I kind of get the ad-libbing because they... I you know it, it went from They're just like yeah exa- yeah it went from not liking it to giving the actors credit to being able to sustain a whole scene for like upwards of twenty minutes at a time minimum it seemed like, um, and then the ending is kind of bleak but then hopeful in a racist way not not hopeful in a racist way Jesus bleak in a racist way and then hopeful, <laughs> uh so I kind of recommend it because it's just kind of something you don't you know you're not thinking to watch and it's, and it's Ooh, it is a one it is a one take. No way. Is it seriously? It says it was shot in four parts, which I know they've done that with like 
Okay. Like Birdman and a lot and a lot of others, but it's like it's a one shot movie. Okay. Oh my god, that's so funny. I didn't even until the end. I was like, yeah, I don't think I've seen a cut. Okay. So yeah, that's hmm. then that makes total sense, and it wor- it works. It really does. It it it's a good film. It's it's. I understand why it was uh, it was like an eighty percent or something, like eighty plus. Is this streaming or did you get this it's, blockbuster? I had to Brennan at blockbuster, so okay, maybe wait if nice. you can. Uh, um, I yeah, don't know. I kind of fucked up here. No, I mean, but the it strange was... thing about me not having another movie is <laughs> yeah, that I don't have another movie. <laughs> <Do you> have... <laughs> uh, strange things about the Johnsons. Ari Aster's first film. I watched uh, Hereditary with somebody who had seen it for the first time. She had already seen Midsommar, so I was oh, like, "Hey, fuck. I just remembered what this is." Okay. Yep. Why did I? Yep. Um, that was. So... Please cut that. Don't. But what the fuck? Yeah. This. So I was like, you. You kind of need to watch this. <laughs> and this is, uh, <laughs> is this a short film? It is. It's 30 minutes, but it is a short film. I mean, yeah. So. Oh, I have seen it. Oh, no. You've seen We've talked about this. You've seen it. I know oh, you, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. No, yeah, we've talked about this in the pod. This is, uh, okay. I don't know. Um, Just look it up if you haven't. And then, and so she's watching it for the first time and obviously like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck. And then about halfway through the movie, she's like, you know what? These are horrible people. This son and this dad are so bad. And I'm like, what are you, the dad, he's a victim. What are you talking about? And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, okay, first of all, are you victim blaming? <laughs> she's like, no, no, no. And then, but then as the movie went on, she very quickly realized like, oh yeah, no, the dad is, the dad is the victim. Um, and uh, it's just, spoiler alert, it's just kind of a twist on on what we think as a social convention of of molestation and, 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 and family abuse um and then the last thing i'll say is that and this is kind of defending me for having seen this more than once is that i realized that i don't think i'd ever watched it all the way through because it's so messed up and so for the first time i saw the uh the mom killing the son with the fire poker and in Mm -hmm. true ari aster style she goes she does it like 15 times and i was like jesus fucking christ really getting in there Mm. You're gonna make me watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really. I thought for some reason I thought it was like a 15 minute watch. It's it's 30 again. It goes by, but it's but it's it's like holy shit, 30 minutes of this. Um, I'm gonna. It's been a while since we watched something <laughs> fucked up at work, so I'm probably gonna bring this to the table next time. I actually really hope you do. Like bring this to the table. Uh, but yeah, that's so that was that, and I, that's all I have for rapid uh, nerf darts. Load them, yeah, same man. That's all I have for uh, rapid throwing darts. Just like I said <laughs> initially. <laughs> uh oh let's do some let's do some tiny tv too uh so we just have one each so get it yeah <laughs> okay i thought for some um, you said tiny tv too i thought you were making a reference dude i my head is so borderlands oh, video share, games please share what the do you know tiny what, tina's what wonderland or whatever the borderlands oh yes okay okay i don't know oh, man you said you tiny said, oh okay. yeah you said, like a call a call back on your borderlands 3 nice right i'm 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 playing this game as soon as so you figured out what i was doing yeah no, i'm just kidding um okay i i don't really have like a lot to say honestly i've been watching game of thrones i think i talked about it last time i was still watching game of thrones i am really blown through it because now i'm kind of at a point like season half of season five and all of season six has been more of like it's always on, but I'm definitely not as actively watching it as I okay. was for the first four seasons of the show are fucking amazing. Like encapsulating. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think, and I had messaged you because when I was watching season four, I knew, like, I could just tell, I was like, this is so fucking good that I know this has to be the absolute peak of Game of Thrones because 
this is like some of the best storytelling I've ever seen ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely on the downhill now, but you know, I'm gonna finish it out. Is and, there uh, seven? Is when it ends? Is a stupid question. Is it the last season? Seven? I uh, no, I think there's eight. Okay, okay, there is eight. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you're and getting that's what there. I've been doing. In the, do you in are the, you are you committed uh, no matter what? Oh yeah, because I, well, I, the whole reason I've been wanting to watch this because I want to get into House of Dragon, <laughs> and then somebody who's watched all of Game of Thrones is like, dude, you don't need to. Like, you would be totally fine to just watch oh, House of Dragon. And I was like, well, I'm on season five and a half, so yeah, you know, fuck you. I'm gonna watch the rest <laughs> of it at this point. <laughs> Okay, so no, okay, I, and I'm excited for you to finish it because you'll have to, you get to experience the uh, the letdown that everybody else did, <laughs> yeah. and maybe you yeah. won't. Maybe, maybe like your expectations are so low that you won't hate it. But I think that there's no way because of because not only does the quality of the show dip, but character decisions make no sense. So I think it's a combination. It's kind of like, dude, I totally believe it because <laughs> it's the reason that I haven't been like so actively watching it now is because like there are certain characters that I I just don't fucking care about anymore. Yeah. Yes, because exactly. They're because of what the like their story is now. Yes. The first Tyr- five seasons- I think that Tyrion's like a great example of a character who I like fucking loved every yep. second he was on screen. And then after he kills his dad, he's like the most hollow character of the entire series. That is a that is a that is a really good example, yeah, of a character that that up until that point is is so compelling and interesting. The the first five seasons of Game of Thrones are uh, Alfredo's Pizza Cafe, and then the last three seasons or whatever are Pizza by Alfredo's because they they lack in both overall quality of ingredients and overall taste. So that, that's they're not good. I love I'm that. Sorry. <laughs> I've watched The Office. Uh, and okay, so that's what I've been watching in the uh, light. Oh, that's what I've been doing in the light. Okay. Uh, well, what about what I do in the shadows? Or other people, perhaps. I'm not a vampire, but some are. Uh, what we do in the shadows... Uh, it's not what we do in the shadow, I don't think. I didn't put the S. Um, <laughs> is the TV show that is uh, that comes from the movie... Based on the movie... Um, is it is it, is it a spin-off? Or is a spin-off a thing? If it's a TV show from a movie? Right? I don't know. I don't, yeah, okay. We'll say a spin-off. Uh, actually, research team will tell me. Yeah, I, was trying is, to, I actually can't think of like another example. It just, it just, yeah, it just is based on, I don't know. Um, yeah, so this, so I watched this movie forever ago because it came out in 2014. It is such a hilarious movie from Taika Waititi and uh, Jemaine uh, Clement. And so now they're making a TV show that came out in, let me see here, 2019 that's still going today. Um, it's got Matt Berry does that, in it. Does that mean like season three or four? Two we are, seasons? Y- we are oh, wow. yeah we, they have done yep they did uh, one, uh 19 20 21 22 yep nice. which is awesome um i got recommended this by by darren a mutual friend holy shit there is an episode called pine barons in season four that i just oh, saw shit. and i cannot wait for this episode now because there's no way it obviously isn't a reference to the sopranos oh yeah dude now i have to watch the whole series <laughs> like in one sitting <laughs> no it is it is serious it's only it, again it's like 20 it's like 25 minute show you know it's a, it's a 30 minute show with commercials um here Maybe this will convince you. Let me run down the names of actors that just appear in the show in any sense. Beanie Feldstein, Jonah Hill's sister. Doug Jones, the famous character actor that plays, like, the guy from Hocus Pocus and everything. Nick Kroll, mm-hmm. Kristen Schaal, uh, Dave Bautista, 
Paul Rubens, Tilda Swinton, Wesley Snipes, Danny Trejo, Taika Waititi, Evan Rachel Wood, Mark Hamill, Haley Joel Osment, Craig Robinson, Benedict Wong, um, Scott Bakula. All, all walks of life. Yeah, David Cross, Fred Armisen, the Sklar Brothers, Michael McDonald. Like it, and like one of the best. Did you see things, the Sklar Brothers. The Sklar, like Sklar, Sklar? Bro- the Sklar, the Sklar oh, Brothers. Oh, they're the. Oh, oh, oh. They're like the sports guys, right? Yeah, they were the ES. They were I Jeep know, yeah, guys. I gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> David Cross. I already said him, probably. But like, and it's so funny because like Wesley Snipes plays his character from Blade. 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 Yeah, he's Blade. He. he no play, fucking he, seriously. Way. Okay. He. All right. The show is so funny that they have a. I don't know. This is a weird way to say it. They have a vampire council while they all they all meet. And Danny Trey, or sorry, uh, Danny Trey is also a vampire. Uh, Wesley Snipes is the only person that has to zoom in or whatever, like Skype in. Uh-huh. And he's like behind the whole time. And he's just, it's so he's like reacting to everything like 20 seconds after everybody. It's so oh, funny. Fuck. And, uh, and like they acknowledge that he's a day walker. They're like, yeah, he's one of the few that can, that can be out in the day. Cause he like uh-huh. knows how and like, it's just, it's so it's like meta, but like not too much. It's, it's so funny. I'm just really happy that I'm watching it. Um, yeah, it's great. Damn. All right, I gotta get, I gotta knock this Game of Thrones stuff out. So I can start it. <laughs> Highly <laughs> recommend what we do in the shadows. I really do. Movie and show. <clears throat> um. Well, that's it, man. We burned through it all. Kind of like those flamethrowers, huh? Yeah. Kind Sorry. Flamethrowers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I. Uh, kind of yeah. like light to a vampire because they're evil. Yeah. Yes. That's what. Yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> kind of like Jesus. we just sped through that like a throwing dart. Just like my earlier reference. Um, anyways. That's me lighting everything on fire. <laughs> that, uh, that is our episode. So uh, let's see. Addicts Wilson Pod. That's the Twitter feed. Addicts Wilson Pod. That's the TikTok. Hell yeah. Lots, lots of great content. Was yeah. Um, just before we get out here, if you're still listening, we are for real, especially me, Brian here. Uh, I haven't done much social media wise. I'm going to be on TikTok and Twitter more promoting this shit um jeremy will be using tiktok as well we'll be doing some fun things and uh we've also got a little bit more of a, a format going here going forward um we'll be doing more of this one movie as our main screen thing so you guys can maybe watch along if we announce it or if you've already seen it it'll be easier uh we'll still be doing like a rapid fire and tv2 for other things that we've seen but primarily you know just like kind of that one movie watch and then for fun uh, our other episode the month if we keep up with that will be just something fun like a game or a theme or you mm-hmm. know something fun for everybody so uh so keep up with something all that much and, lighter than war yeah something much lighter than war unless we play uh risk on on the <laughs> podcast so anyway look out for that <laughs> yeah all right that is all that we have thank you for listening everybody see you